Mr. Turnbull, Drama and Performing Arts at Academy 360. Chapter 28. Smee. I walk closer to the cavern, across angry, biting rocks. Mousetrap is on my neck, Ivan by my side. Yuri clambers up a cliff to our left, with Eleanor on his back and Blakeston flying above. The air shimmers and my senses sharpen. Yuri's hooves sound like thunder. Blakeston's wingbeats flash like lightning. Eleanor adjusts her bow and the swish of her hair is a gale. Ivan knocks a tiny rock and it feels like an avalanche. My own heart is an earthquake inside me because we're about to face Smee. The cavern is only a few paces away. From deep inside shines a blood-red light, so bright it hurts my eyes. My gaze drifts up and over the cavern, to the lime tree peeking through dark, shifting clouds. The tree's bark looks smooth but tough, like Mamushka's hands. The branches reach out like her arms when she throws them around me for a hug. And for a moment, I smell lime blossoms reminding me so much of Mamushka that tears well in my eyes. I breathe out slowly and step forward as gently as possible, one foot after the other. And with each step I tell myself, we can do this. We can cool Smee's anger and save the lime tree and Sasha and me. I feel so foolish. I had to walk deep into the forest before I understood what I was leaving behind. I had to lose what I had before and realised how much I loved it. And I had to look back into my past to see what my future may be. Which is a family who loves me. And I already had one in Mamushka and Sasha and Anatoly. Sometimes I struggle to fit in at that village. But now... I'm far away. I miss everything about it. Some struggles, I realise now, are worth it. Just like facing Smee will be worth it, so I can make everything right. I stop still in front of the cavern mouth. Ivan is slightly ahead of me, his body a dark silhouette against the shining light, appears tiny beneath the gaping entrance. The glow from the cavern intensifies and tendrils of thick grey smoke curl towards us. I squint, trying to see what lies beyond them. But I can't. Then flames lick out and swirl together into a long, writhing ribbon. I stare open-mouthed as the burning ribbon thickens and rises into a column. A glowing eye and a dazzling fang-filled mouth flash inside the fire. The mouth opens slowly with a gentle hiss, then darts forward, erupting into a ball of flames that roars like a hurricane. Ivan, run! I shout as I bolt away from the heat. But Ivan doesn't follow. I hear his snarls, all emanating from the same spot. I glance back and an arrow whooshes past, so close it parts the hair on my neck. Sorry, Eleanor shouts from the ledge in the cliff behind us. Misfired! The arrow soars into the distance, and Blakiston and Ivan both chase after it. 
the fire dragon grows wider and taller. I gaze in horror and awe as Smee takes shape. Three long necks unfurl and writhe like snakes in the air. On the end of each neck is a jagged, angular head with a pointed snout. With a crack, the burning pine cones and a wide grin splits each of the three heads. And my courage fractures too. Three sets of flickering blue-green fangs, rain droplets of fire that hiss and sizzle on the ground, and three forked tongues flash out like daggers of lightning. I back away, anger and fear wrestling inside me. This is Smee, who killed my parents, who sends fire through the snow forest every year, and who is now standing between me and the tree that could save both Sasha and myself. I want to defeat him more than anything, to fix my grandfather's mistake and make everything right. But faced with this behemoth of furious fire, I'm not sure how to do it. Smee extends until he fills the sky. His three heads whip blindly around, nostrils high as if smelling the air. His eyes are dark and empty, all except one, which is a swirl of colour, orange, red, purple and blue. It must be true about my birth mother shooting five of Smee's eyes. The dark and empty sockets are proof that her arrows quashed his flames. If only in those five small areas. My chest swells with pride and hope, because if Smee's flames can be put out, then he can be defeated. The colourful eye finds me and flares brighter. Then all three heads dive towards me. A wall of heat punches the breath from my lungs and I scramble backwards on all four paws. Heart pounding, I look around frantically trying to spot something, anything I can use as a weapon. There's no sign of Ivan, Blakeston or the arrow. My gaze settles on a massive boulder above the cavern entrance and I run for it but the steep slope slows me down and I hear the roar of Smee drawing closer. Mousetrap's claws dig painfully into my ear as he grips me tight. But I'm so relieved he's still with me, I don't mind. Acrid whiffs of charring leather Sting my snout as heat burns through the wraps covering my paws, but I keep my eyes fixed on the boulder. At the edge of my vision, I see Smee's heads tracking me, his long neck undulating alongside me. Eels of thick black smoke roll from his mouths and gnaw at my throat. My heart avalanches into my ribs, and my lungs tighten like pine cones in the rain. But finally, I reach the boulder, which is nestled among thick, tangled roots, and I shelter behind it. I tear at the ground, shredding what remains of my leather paw coverings and throwing ashy soil into the air. Smee smoke surrounds me, clogging and choking my airways. I hold my breath and dig faster and deeper. For a moment, I think the roots move to help me, but it must be the shifting smoke or my imagination. 
When I think I free the boulder, I push it as hard as I can. It doesn't budge. I throw my whole weight at it and, and roar. Slowly, slowly it shifts, teeters and, with a final great push, tumbles over the cavern entrance, straight towards Smee's chest. He tries to shift out of the way, but he is too big and too slow. A thunderous bang rocks the volcano. Spark-filled air rushes up and swirls around me. I edge forward and peer down. Far below, where the dragon blazed a moment ago, lies the boulder. A tiny ring of orange flames flicker around it. I did it! I'm so amazed that I start to cheer in my roaring bare voice, but before the sound has left my mouth, Smee's flames rise again from beneath the boulder, curling and swirling together, even brighter and hotter than before. Then Ivan, the glint of the blue-white arrow flashing in his paws, charges towards the dragon, but with every step closer, Smee grows bigger. The dragon's three heads form again and blast upwards until they hover over Ivan like angry clouds, howling with Stormwind's laughter. Ivan lets out a blood-chilling snarl and tears straight through the centre of the dragon. No! I shout and run towards him, skidding and tumbling down the slope. But Ivan is inside the dragon already, a dark blur engulfed by flames. My heart drumrolls. Ivan lashes his head from side to side, and the tip of the arrow shines a bright, brilliant white. Smee's flames split where the arrow slices through them, and he bellows in pain. He swirls around, a mass of red fire, and I stare into the chaos, desperately trying to spot Ivan again. I see him. Right in the centre of the swirl, still slashing at Smee's flames through his fur as a blaze. Ivan! I yell. Stop! Come back! But he doesn't hear me, or chooses not to. I have to get him out of Smee before he burns up completely, so I take a deep breath and I run towards him into the fire. Flames snap at my snout, my ears and my eyes but I grip my teeth and charge on until I reach Ivan. He swings his head once more, and the arrowhead slices a deep, dark gash through the very centre of Smee. A scream surges from the wound, and I glimpse a pulsing, beating heart made of fire. Ivan lunges forward to tear through Smee's heart, but an explosion of light and heat bursts out in all directions flinging us backwards. Ivan whimpers in pain as he lands awkwardly and the arrow flies from his mouth. I watch it land a few yards away. I look from the arrow to Smee's burning heart, exposed in the depths of the dark wound. I can run to the arrow, grab it and tear through the heart myself. But I look back at Ivan. He's still his fur smouldering. I bound over to him and gather him in my front paws, then I rise onto my back legs and stumble out of Smee's flames. Blinded by the darkness away from the light, I struggle up to the ledge where Elena is calling us. Behind her is a patch of snow. I collapse into it and throw cold slush over Ivan and myself until our fur stops smoking. Ivan struggles to his feet. 
did I defeat me? he asks. But as he looks behind me, dragon fire reflects in his eyes and his face drops. I turn and follow his gaze. My heart sinks. Smee has reformed and is growing larger with every moment. I failed, Ivan growls. His face disappears into the shadow as the last rays of sunset sink into the ocean behind us. Darkness rises all around, broken only by the raging flames of Smee. You haven't failed! I shake my head, staring at the flames. Look at him! There's, there's something unbalanced about Smee. And the dark wound Ivan inflicted has revealed his beating heart. You cut all the way to his heart, I whisper. I'm sure he'll be easier to defeat now. But I frown and bite my lip, because I don't know how to fight Smee without the arrow. Then Blakeston swoops towards us, straight out of Smee's chest. The tips of his wings are on fire, but he has the arrow in his claws. Hope surges through me. I hold my breath as one of Smee's heads snaps at Blakeston. But he swerves out of the way and drops the arrow into Elena's lap. Then he lands beside me and he rolls over, dousing his feathers in snow. This time the Yaga girl will pierce Smee's heart. Yuri lifts his head and stands tall and steady. I look at Elena, anticipation tingling under my fur. She fits the arrow to her bow and draws back the string. Smee's heart is less than ten yards away and as big as Ivan. But as she takes aim, Smee swirls round. His heart disappears into the flames and reappears in a different place. This is impossible! Elena groans as she tries to adjust her aim. Then she frowns, lowers her bow and peers at something on the ground in front of Smee. Something tiny. Mousetrap! she yells. Come back! It's only then that I realise Mousetrap is no longer curled around my ear, but is stood in front of Smee, limbering up. Mousetrap! I, I cry. Come back here! But he just smiles and starts to dance. <laughs>